And welcome, my friends. Let's talk about getting a little help today. You know, let's say you're a show host like me. You've got a lot of shiznit on your plate. You know, you know that's you. Come on. You know, shooting your show and editing and marketing and working on your business. Oh, you know, the, the list goes on. You know, the life of a mediapreneur can be a little bit tricky. Let's just say it. So, you know, I remember one of the big things I did a, a few years ago was that I took the time and it was, it was difficult, whatever, to hire my first VA you know, to get things off my plate, first virtual assistant to, you know, then take back the things that I like to do and then that, you know, I can uniquely do that the VA can't do, right, and get rid of everything else. So today on the show, I'm going to chat with John Jonas, who is super passionate about outsourcing very specifically to the Philippines, which is a whole interesting conversation here. He has some great tips, much more coming up right now on the Rise to the Top. And, you know, as you know how we do, Three quick, laser quick messages before we get started. You know, the, uh, the Rise to the Top is delivered absolutely free to you guys. Thanks to our sponsors, Carbonite and GoToWebinar. You know, the more you support these guys and get the free trials and check it out, and, and it's always, always high quality stuff, I can keep this show free for you. And who doesn't like free? Free is a good thing, right? So let's talk about Carbonite for a second here. So Carbonite is the better backup plan for all your files. You know, as a mediapreneur like me, you know, you probably have all kinds of stuff, you know, video, files you know, docs out the butt, all that kind of stuff, you know, docs everywhere. You don't want to lose it. The solution, definitely Carbonite. Start your free trial today at therisetop.com slash Carbonite. That's therisetop.com slash Carbonite. No credit card required. It just backs up in the background. You don't have to worry about it. It's a set it and forget it type thing. Use the promo code RISE and get two free bonus months when you purchase as well. So check that out. I know a lot of people are getting big results from Carbonite in Rise Nation. And go to webinar, our good friends, you know. We, you know, we're all content creators, you know, and, and, there, and there's some really amazing things you can do with GoToWebinar. It's the easiest way to create webinars. I mean, I'm doing one coming up, spoiler alert, with my fitness friends, Rob and Kim Murgatroyd, and we're going to be doing a whole fitness webinar. Easiest thing to do is go to webinar. You can set it up in five seconds. So it's a great thing to do. You can do webinars. You can do Q&A sessions. You can do coaching, whatever you want to do. If you want to try it out, I've got something just for Rise Nation. All you got to do is head over to gotowebinar.com and sign up and enter the promo code SPECIAL for 45-day no credit card required free trial. And finally, my free video series for creating your own interview-based web show is back up for a limited time. Free three-part video series. So I'm going to teach you the benefits of doing your own show, the rookie mistakes, and the tools to get started Three-part series, up limited time, nab it at createawesomeinterviews.com, createawesomeinterviews.com. All right, let's get on with it, shall we today? Welcome. This is The Rise to Top. I'm David Seitman-Garland, a.k.a. DSG, a.k.a. the most electrifying man in new media. All right, I made that up, but you know, I've been watching a lot of wrestling, and uh, actually, I have a sprained ankle today. I'm sitting here kind of in an awkward position uh, for those that are watching video, I've got like this ankle up on a chair. I, I don't know what's going on here. I sprained my ankle, but you know what? The show must go on. So we're talking virtual assistants today. And, and John Jonas, who's a serial entrepreneur, he's the creator of uh, a really cool, a lot of different systems to help people, you know, really learn a lot about outsourcing. Um, he's going to be my guest here in a second. I want to talk about, though, a few things uh, as we get into this whole outsourcing content and all that kind of jazz. So first and foremost, uh, big announcements coming soon. How about that for a spoiler alert? Uh, yet not telling you really anything. So the direction of the show and a secret big project I've been working on uh, is going to be announced very, very soon. I'm like, I'm like 
shaking at the bits here to talk about it. If you want to hear about it first, you've got to be on the VIP email list. It's absolutely free. Just head over to the risetop.com slash VIP and your email. So it's the risetop.com slash VIP. You're going to be hearing about this stuff first over the next coming weeks. And I'm telling you, I don't say this often, you're going to, you're going to be excited about this. This is something that, that is going to be very, 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 very cool. And that's the only thing I, I can say about it. So let, let's talk a little bit about uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, you know, I used to be one of those guys and and you know I, I you know I bet you guys are in a lot of this boat as well love doing everything myself you know figuring it out and doing it you know I was like you know when I started a show I had no idea what I was doing and I just did everything I, I, I literally did everything myself but there becomes a point sooner or later where number one that's not possible if you want to continue to grow it just isn't you can't you can't do everything yourself if you're gonna to try to continue to grow second of all and this one, I think people don't talk about enough, in my opinion, when it comes to outsourcing and getting virtual assistance and getting people to come help you, is that burnout. Burnout. You know, I, I, let, let's think about one of the favorite things that you like to do. Let's, let's say one of your favorite things. I'm going to come up with the worst example of all time here, but you know what? Be that as it may, I'm on, I'm on a few painkillers. Um, let's, let's just say that you really like uh, cake. Okay, you love cake, so you start making cakes all the time, and then you. But you really love just eating the cake. That's your favorite part of it. But you bake it, you get all the ingredients, you go to the store, and every single time that you make a cake, it takes forever, and you do it over and over again. I guarantee you, within a few weeks, you're gonna be like, you know, f these cakes. I'm not making any more cakes. I just want to eat the cake. I don't want to create every. You know, you're you're gonna you're not you're gonna burn out. That's what's happened to a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people recently. When you don't get things off your plate, you know, that other people can do for cheaper or not even necessarily cheaper, just they can do it and you don't have to do it, it can change the game about how you feel about your business so you can focus on the things that you like and also that you can uniquely do that no one else can. I mean, bottom line. So even though my cake analogy was probably one of the worst analogies in show history, <laughs> the point is there is that you have to look at this as a business, you know, with, with your show and your podcast and your interviews or whatever you're doing, okay, um, when it comes to creating shows and doing all that kind of stuff online, you have to look at it from a business perspective and get some help. I know a guy who works like 16, 17 hours a day on this stuff without any help, and you know what? He's about to freaking lose it. I know someone else, actually a guy that a lot of you guys know that we talked about in an interview with Cliff Ravenscraft, who's the podcast answer man. He was doing like 15 shows at once and trying to do everything um, himself, and it landed in the hospital twice. So I don't want this to happen to you. So without further ado, here's the conversation with John Jonas. We're going to talk about outsourcing and specifically to the good old Philippines today on the Rise Top. Enjoy it. All right, my friends. So joined by the handsome John Jonas coming at us straight out of Utah today. John, awesome to have you, my man. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. All right. So I got, I got to start off just by asking this. I love this description of you that you're a serial entrepreneur who loves, or I'm sorry, who lives the lifestyle people dream of. Uh, and loves helping and watching others succeed in their business and live a better lifestyle. So we're going to be talking about replacing yourself with full-time Filipina, Filipina, Filip. Why can't I talk today? You fill it Filipino. In. Filipino. First step is I need to pronounce it correctly. Uh, VAs for one hundred eighty-two dollars an hour. But I want to start for a dollar eighty-two an hour. This is what happens when I have too much coffee. You have no idea how many comments are going to come in on this. Okay. So <laughs> all right. So far, I've only botched. I got your name correct. I've only botched. 
where they're from and how much they cost. But besides that, we're in pretty good shape. So right, let, right. let's let's first of all, I want to hear your a little bit about your background. Just give us a little context. Like, why are you so excited about this subject and and, and passionate about it? Which I know you are because I got the emails from you. you could, and you ooze passion about this. Why are you so excited about this? So you know what I I run I run multiple internet businesses. And uh, years ago, I tried hiring Americans to do what I was what I was doing, and the first thing they did was quit, <laughs> because as soon as you know, uh, uh, as soon as they learn, like, oh, this is how you make money online, they go and do it themselves. Right. You know, it was the first Not thing they did. Science. Okay. Yeah, and then you know, I, I I just knew there was more stuff to do than I than I wanted to do myself or that I could do myself, and so I tried other methods of outsourcing, Elance or get a freelancer or. Odesk or whatever it is where you're hiring freelancers and it's just hard. I mean, it's hard running right. a business where you have a hundred percent turnover by, by definition, you know, right, that's, right. that's the whole point of those websites is turnover a hundred percent and, and it's hard. And, and, you know, so I just started kind of looking for another way of doing it. And, and that's, and that's how you approached it. So I, I want to, let's start, I think with one of the first key points here. Um, and, and that is just outsourcing in general. You know, and, and you mentioned this. You say that in order to live a better lifestyle and succeed in your internet business, you must, I mean, like capitalize, like capitalize exclamation points here, must get other people working with you. Now, I want to ask that because I saw a recent comment. I agree with you, by the way. But I, I, I saw a recent comment from someone on Facebook who was like one of those disgruntled people. I'm not going to name who it was, right? Actually, I forgot who it was. That's why I'm not naming it. Um, but was saying was saying something like this, like, you know, I hire people and all they do is F everything up and I just have to do everything myself and that's the only way I'm going to do it from now on is it's just going to be me, me, me. Now, what's wrong with that philosophy and why do you like outsourcing? Well, there's only like six hours in the day that you can work. And when they're, you know, when you're trying to do it yourself, then there's only so much stuff you can get done. Whereas when you get other people to do stuff for you, and if you get the right people and train them correctly, you can just get so much more stuff done. You know, I mean, so, okay, for me, what it came down to in, in the beginning was I, I, I want to be able to run this business and I want to be able to do all these marketing, these internet marketing things that you should be doing. You know, you hear about, you know, putting your podcast over here and over here and creating the videos and putting them on YouTube and, and, and adding them to RSS feeds right. or getting links to them or whatever it is, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, well, I had like six things to get done today and I got half of one of them done. <laughs> right, right. You know, because then there's email. Oh, God. Gotta, like, Don't even give me, email. give me heart palpitations if we start talking oh. about email here. So terrible. And so, you know, you just, you, you can't get it all done. And, and, and it's really hard to succeed if you're not. If you're not doing those things, you know, you're not getting traffic to your website. You're not, you're not optimizing your website. You're not getting conversion data. You're not, you know, dealing with your customers correctly. You're not making people happy. It's, it's hard if, if you're the one doing everything. Right. Now, let me ask you this before we get into some of the, the tips that we're going to get into here. Um, what, what, part of your business do you enjoy running? Like what part do you run where it's you, meaning John, if anything, right now? Um, and, and you know, I, I, I guess I think that gives us good context because we hear that sort of saying sometimes. I hear, I hear it out. It's like, oh, get rid of stuff or pass stuff off or either eliminate or outsource, da 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 But at the end of the day, you know, are you just like living, going, you know, sitting in Utah, bored out of your mind? Like what, what do you actually do um, related to your business now? So that has changed over the years, and that's an, a good, interesting question. Um, what do I enjoy doing? You know what? I like programming. 
Okay. I graduated from college in computer science and I was a programmer, but programming doesn't make money. Mm -hmm. And I like making money more than I like programming. Understood. And so over the years, and I thought about this recently, I like being the CEO of my business where I'm not the grunt worker. And I, and I like figuring out systems where like, can I get someone else to do this successfully where we have a system now and it's not dependent on me and it's working and making money. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. So that's, what do I do? Um, mostly I am an idea guy, you know, I, I come up with ideas or I listen to what my employees come up with and say like, okay, that doesn't, that doesn't work for these reasons or dude, that's a really great idea and we should be implementing that and I need you to figure out these pieces of it and, and then I figure out, you know, like this is how it fits into our business or this is where we can use that and I, I want, I want this person to do some, some of this and I want this person to do some of this and let's make this work together. Okay. That makes sense. So it's sort of like. It, on one hand, you're a puppeteer because you're helping manage systems and come up with ideas. On the other hand, you're a puppeteer that cut the strings and everyone else runs their little systems and you don't necessarily have to worry about it. Okay, so for example, I have, uh, <clears throat> I have a couple different incomes. I have a couple different businesses. One of them is, is affiliate stuff okay. where, where we yep. have websites that drive traffic to the websites and, and we make income just by referring people to other, other websites, Got to it. other people's products. Yep. And for that business, let me tell you a quick story, and, and this will be a good illustration. So when I set that business up, it was after my wife having gone on bed rest for, for three weeks and having a baby, and then two months I took care of my other kids. So I, I spent three months not working, and I was forced to not work. And, and uh, my business, one of my businesses was still running well. I had turned it over to my guys in the Philippines, that different story. So um, it comes time for me to come back to work and start doing like something because you, you're right, you get bored doing right. nothing. I, I, and, I just uh, had that for, I was on vacation. I came back and I was like losing my mind a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. So I started this business, this affiliate business then. And here's, here's how it worked. I, I bought a domain. I had this idea of what we were going to do and I bought the domain and I, I recorded myself talking for 45 minutes explaining everything about this business like here are the goals of the business. Here are the steps we're going to take to get there. Here are the processes that we need to have. Here's why this works. Here's how it's going to work. Here's what I want the website to look like. And I sent this to one of my guys in the Philippines. And he starts doing work on it. And he starts changing. He's, he takes a domain and sets it up on my hosting account, sets up WordPress on it, changes the theme as I described. And, and he sends it back to me and it wasn't very good. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't very well done. But, but he, had, he had done what I described. Mm -hmm. And so I had to give him some more feedback and say like, okay, I like this and I like that, but I don't like this and I want to change this. And, and I send it back to him. And, and so over the next week, we worked back and forth to get that correct. And, and we got it correct. Right. So the, so the point in this isn't that, you know, someone else is doing everything for me and they do it perfectly. The, the point is that I'm not the one doing the work. I have other people doing the work, but, but I'm still, I, I'm, I'm the CEO. Right. I'm right. telling them what, I'm managing the business. Like this is why we need it to look like this because this will make a difference. Got it. It, it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so after that, he writes. He starts writing reviews, and his first review was terrible. And <laughs> and I realized, okay, wait a minute. I, I I had kind of a different idea for this, and and he you know he's writing content for the website, and I had to give him some very very specific instructions on how to do that, and 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 we worked through it for over a couple of weeks, and and he got it right, and I've never dealt with any of that content again. So then he starts doing the marketing and he didn't really know what he was doing for marketing this website and, 
And I, and I, so I worked with him through doing SEO and articles and videos and social networking and, you know, Twitter and Facebook and, and all, all the stuff that you hear about that you should, you know, RSS feeds and YouTube and all the stuff you should be doing, but, you know, there's not enough time in the day to do. I worked with him through all that and I, I was doing all that stuff. It's just that I wasn't the one doing it. Understood. Right. So, you know, in the first month, that business made me about $200. And in fact, we just started another one uh, uh, like three weeks ago, and and it made me two hundred dollars this month, this first month. Consistent. That that other business, um, within three months, it was making. Uh, um, what was it doing? Within three months, it was making me about a thousand dollars a month. Within six months, it was making like three to five thousand dollars a month, and within a year, like ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month. That's you know, just that's killer. Crazy. Killer. And I didn't do the work. Right. You know, but, but I did understand what's going on and what needs to happen. And I was able to tell someone else how to do that. And, and that's critical in this is being able to tell someone else. Right. Because that's, that's what I was just thinking. Because it wasn't like you said, hey, you know, go figure this out. Right. <laughs> you weren't like, hey, go figure this out, and it needs to make like ten grand a month at some point. So yeah. you just go ahead. It's, Good luck. Yeah, you like, know. Hey, I want to start an internet business. Let me hire someone else to do it all for me. Right. They'll just start it, and they they can find the the niche, and they can find the keywords, and they can build the website. You know, no, that's not how it works. You know, you you got to figure stuff out on your own, and then just have someone else do the work. Now, here were the here are the two fears that I hear with kind of the story that you mentioned here. Because I hear people, that, there's going to be people nodding and saying, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And there's people that are going to be like having an aneurysm, okay? Right. So I want to okay. go towards the aneurysm here for a second. Um, and that is that number one is that sort of the perfection fear, okay? So, so you illustrated a story there that I think is perfect. Like meaning you gave it to them, you have to do that first step. I mean like as in like go, you got to, at some point you got to say go. It came back, it wasn't amazing. You fixed it. What would you say to the perfectionists out there that are cringing and, and so worried that if they give something to someone else that it's going to be crap and then they're going to have to take it all back and do it all themselves? So that's, that's fear one. Number one, it's very, very possible that's going to happen. Yep. Number two, when it does happen, that's part of your job is to deal with helping them get it correct instead of just saying, oh, I'm just going to do it myself. Because you know, if you're just going to do it yourself, you're always going to do it. Whereas if what, what we're about to tell you if you get someone else to do it correctly, then you'll never have to do it again. And that's a huge deal. And the next time they want to do something, that person can, it'll take less time and effort to get them to do the second thing correctly. And the third thing is less. And, and eventually, you get them figuring stuff out for you where like, I don't know how to do this, but I want this done. Go figure it out. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, that doesn't happen in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So maybe a tip okay. there is sort of if just basically saying, listen, you got to get started. That's the critical thing. And, and, and the second part was actually my second, the second fear that I was going to say that negative Nancy might be saying right now. My mom's actually named Nancy, and she, but she's not that negative. Um, but uh, is that exactly what you said about that fear of um, the second fear being that, oh, my God. I'm never going to be able to sit there and train someone like saying like, you know, I don't want to spend the time on it. You know, I understand, you know, I don't want to spend the time trying to teach someone and they're going to run off into the forest. And like, you know, it's just, I, I can't, I can't, this, the training is stressing me out. What would you say to someone that, that has that kind of fear? You know what? That, uh, that's, that's a hard, that, that's a serious issue that yeah. I have come across. Um, 
one thing is just try it. See what happens. I mean, there's there's my initial initial thing. Give it a shot and see what happens. You know, you can spend a little bit of time and create some training, and you're gonna have to create training. There's nothing you can do with that. My second thing is, and this is not why we're doing this, but when when I realized this was the bigger problem, that was that was the product that I created was the training to give to a Filipino worker to have them do the work oh, for you. Cool. You so like I have, I call them hand them off training modules. Okay. Like that's a great, you give that's them to a great someone, idea. You know, and, and and then they're trained, and now you can just give them. Fee- you still have to be involved. Now you just give them feedback on on what they're doing and say, hey, I I don't like how you did this. Let's do it like this and like this instead. But they've already have had the training and they understand and now, and now they get it and you don't have to create that you know every single little bit of training right if the, the analogy of all this though is basically you got to roll the ball off the hill then you can steer it right so but, but you got so then you can figure it out then you can Take okay it's, it's going to crash into that small town let's move it a little bit to the right but you got you got to start by by doing it so let's get into some kind of specific tips for people that are are looking to learn more about this um and i think the first one's a little bit more philosophical but important nonetheless is that you say that outsourcing isn't necessarily about getting other work done it's about getting your work done so what so what do you mean by that just kind of overall so what i found um there, there's two things typically people want to outsource they just want to get something else done which is really hard because you're already doing your work and now you just added managing someone else doing other work to the process where if you hire someone and get them to do one of the things that you're currently doing, all of a sudden you don't have that thing to do and now you're replacing not doing that thing with managing another person. So you've replaced yourself in one thing and you've, you've taken that time by managing that person. Now when that person wants to do a second thing that you're currently doing, now you've taken a task off yourself and saved yourself time where you're, you're still just managing that person. But now they're doing two different things that you were doing before, and now you have that time savings. And when they're ready to do a third thing that you were currently doing, now you have a crazy time savings because you're still just managing one person. But now you have all this extra time that you can go and figure out more important things in your business like how do I make more sales? Right. How do I, how do, I do better marketing? How do I connect better with my customers? And instead of like doing these little things yourself, now you have all this... Now, now you have this person who is doing the things that you were previously doing. They're doing them well because you know how to do them and you help teach them and give them feedback. And now you have extra time to do stuff that's more important. Got it. So basically, instead of saying this, let's say you don't create YouTube videos currently. Let's say you do not. So as opposed to going to the VA and saying, hey, listen, go create some YouTube videos. You know what I mean? Here, Even if you know how to do it, just say, you know, go. As opposed to the opposite is that you... um already do email and it's stressing you out and you say, okay, I need some help with the email. That's taking something off of your own plate that's already there, not a different plate. Or rather email, rather than email saying, um, I'm posting, I'm posting podcasts onto my website every time and I'm running these posts and I have to format them and I make them look nice and I I have to go submit them to these different places. I got to do all this stuff. I got to post on Twitter and Facebook after, after I do it rather than, rather than saying, oh, let's go create YouTube videos in addition to that. Say, Let's get rid of this process that I'm already doing. And po- I, you know, I can record the podcast, then hand it off to someone else and let them render it and edit it and, and post it on the website and make it look nice and submit it to Facebook and Twitter and all these other things. Get someone else doing that entire process and now you can start the YouTube videos and, and, and create those. And then you, when you're done with that process and you understand it and you're good at it and you know what's going on, now you turn that process over to someone else and say, all right, I'll record the video. Here you go. Deal with it. 
Right, right. And, and, you know, and, and that's a great point. And actually, that was, you didn't even know this, John, but I'll tell you right now, you didn't even know this. this that was actually the first thing I, ha I hired a VA for. That was the first task that I, I was like, I cannot sit here and work on the HTML and like hit the bold yeah. button and do that kind of stuff and embed. Yeah. I, it sucks. And so great point on that. Now, let's talk about, about what is possible if you hire correctly. And we're going to talk about <laughs> hiring correctly, obviously, because that's it's a difference between hiring and hiring correctly. Um, but what what do you what, what what is possible if you can do this specifically with Filipino VAs? Like, why do you like them? And, and tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so and, and I specifically the Philippines here. This is only the Philippines. There's a humongous reason. There's a couple of reasons. What's possible? First of all, I already told you what's possible a little bit. You know, the the guy built right. me that business. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. Why is that possible with the Philippines? They're honest. They're loyal. They're hardworking. They speak American English. Um, the Philippines is a third world country, so it's hard to find a job there. They really want to work. It's unbelievably affordable. Um, I have 12 full-time people that work for me. They make between $250 and $750 per month each, full-time. Okay. okay, so full-time. And, and is that, by the way, before people gawk at that um, and say, oh my God, like you're totally ripping off the Philippines. I know you're not, but I- Two I, quick I, stories. I, yeah. No, no, dude, two quick stories. One of my dudes told me, he lends money to his dad on a regular basis because he makes so much more money than his dad does. He makes $450 a month. Another one of my guys told me that he is teaching all of his friends how to do what he does because he makes more than double what they make. He makes $450 a month. So, you know, you'll find, with what we'll talk about in a second, you'll find that they are, you'll find what they're asking. They're asking to make $250 a month. They're asking to make $300. You pay them $350, you know, they're pretty dang happy. Okay, um, fair. Okay, so here's the last thing, and this is super, super important with the Philippines. They're not entrepreneurial, which is different than, than almost anywhere else in the world where you, know, you teach someone else how to, how to build a business, or how to run a business, or how to do something in your business, and they understand it. And then they go do it. They want to go, do, go, it go do it on their own. They want to go do it on their own, right, exactly. You know, certain, yeah. certain other countries where you hire someone, the, the first thing they ask is, well, what's your business model here? Well, like, how is that relevant to you? Right. I want you to build me a website. I don't want you to know my business model. Right. In the Philippines. <laughs> You know, yeah, right. in the Philippines, they don't want to steal your business. They want a job. Okay. They, they're, they're not entrepreneurial. That's they important. Want a job. I never, I've never actually heard that before. That's, that's, yeah, that's it's important. It's a huge deal where, where you, they're trustworthy and they're honest and they're loyal, which means they're going to work for you for as long as you're willing to provide them a job. And they don't want to steal your business. They want to work for you and your business. And as long as your business is, is succeeding, they have a job, which means they would really love to help your business succeed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it, it really creates a, a, a unique situation where you've hired this person full-time permanent and you're able to train them because they're not going to quit and you're able to train them on different things that, that you wouldn't normally train someone to do because they're not going to steal your business and, and they just want to make your business, want to make you uh, succeed. They want to help you succeed because now they have a job. They, they continue right. to have a job because you're succeeding. So. Right. And I've also heard, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, on my limited knowledge of uh, Filipino VAs, but, but from what I understand, there is also a surprisingly high level of education. Um, yeah, mean, meaning like you're not like I don't know why sometimes I think people have the images like oh well I'm I, it's cheaper and therefore it's going to be dumber quote unquote which yeah. which is not the case is it? It's it's unbelievable the people that you find will have college degrees and I mean we'll, I can tell you how to find people college degrees at, like real after post high school four years of college degrees and they speak perfect English you know I mean it it I didn't I didn't realize this I've only been to the Philippines once. And uh, it was after I had been 
outsourcing there for over three years. And uh, elementary school in the Philippines is taught in English. And oh, like okay. billboards are in English. And well, you go into a restaurant and like Desperate Housewives is on the TV. Why and, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You know, I mean, like everything, everything there is in English. Not everything, but you know, there's so much. In, I, we were in a hotel and there was a, an argument at the front desk between two Filipinos and they were arguing in English. <laughs> and, I, and I actually like turned on my video recorder, my, my camera and recorded it because I was so shocked. They were like yelling at each other in English. That's you know? funny. So it's a big, big deal. All right. So that gets rid of, I really think, all the kind of key things that are people possibly holding them back. Because that's why I want to give people advice here on what to do. So let's get into kind of the, the, the meat of this. And people are sitting here, they're nodding. They're like, okay, well, yes, I understand I need to outsource. I understand that Filipinos are, could be great for me. It, it's, it's, it sounds affordable. This all sounds fantastic. I've got no freaking idea now what to do. I, I know everyone's sitting there and thinking that right now. So maybe the first thing is where do you find these, these okay. full-time Filipino VAs? Okay, there's a couple different options. Uh, you can go to a service like Agents of Value or 123 Employee where they recruit Filipinos. There. It's an American company. They have offices in the Philippines. They recruit the Filipinos, bring them into the office, uh, mark them up, and lease them back to you. And that's how I got started. I, I was paying agents Mark of value. Mark them up and lease them yeah, back. I, I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> um, well, you know, I was paying it. I, I was shocked when I found this out, dude. I was paying agents of value. And, and it's a great service. I was paying them $750 a month for the first person that I hired. They were paying them $250 a month. Ooh, it's a big markup. Yeah, but, but that's, how, that's how so many people do it. And that's how most big companies do it. They go through a service. They, they, you know, they're, they're leasing them back to them. You know, and, and the really good thing about this is it's not like... Odesk, where, where that person's working for multiple people, where you have a contract worker, where they're, you know, th it, with this, with Agents of Value 123 employee, they're only working for you, which okay. is really, really awesome. So, so you can train them to do whatever you want. Okay, so a better way to do it, there's a couple different websites um, where the, the, the next place I moved after Agents of Value was bestjobs.ph. And Best Jobs, when I found it, I was in heaven. And, I mean, <laughs> just unbelievable. There were like 30,000 Filipino resumes that I could look through and just email them and hire them. And I don't know what's happened to Best Jobs over the last couple of years. They've kind of gone downhill where it, there's like 12,000 resumes there now. And I don't know why. Um, right now, I hire everyone at, at onlinejobs.ph. Okay. So these are Philippines websites, okay. uh, onlinejobs.ph. But everything's in English. And you go on and online jobs, there are like 65,000 Filipino resumes where you can go on, search mm. through them, find, find the skills that you want. And then just contact the people and say, hey, I, uh, I, I have a job at this and this and this. And they'll tell you how much they want to make. And then you just agree on your employment terms. And there's no markup. There's no middleman. You're, they're working from home, which is really awesome for them. Um, and then you know that you're, you know, you're not paying three times the wage just because someone else found the person, which I know that the other companies are recruiting at best jobs and online jobs. Um, so you know, onlinejobs.ph is a really, really great. It's where I find all of my people. So. Okay. Okay. And then you go in there and what would be any uh, uh, hiring, uh, you know, any other tips on that or mistakes that you often see when people are like going through there? Because I can see that being also a little yeah. bit intimidating. You're going through and trying to figure out who's good, who's not going to be good. Like, you know, any, any kind of uh, either mistakes to avoid or tips for success there? Totally. So don't try and hire someone to do everything. Don't try and hire a jack of all. Don't try and hire a programmer, writer, designer, webmaster. You know, <laughs> right? Um, hire someone with with a skill that that you maybe a skill that you have 
If this is your first time, hire someone with a skill that you have and get them working on what you're currently doing. If you're a programmer, hire a programmer. Get them doing programming for you so that you can focus on your business, so that you're working on your business, not in your business. If you're a great writer, hire a writer and have them start doing some of your writing for you so that you can focus on other stuff. Um, if you're good at SEO, hire someone to do SEO. And, 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 you know, it, cause it's much easier to hire someone who's, it's easier to know if someone's good at something, if you're good at that thing. Mm, that's a great tip because otherwise you have no context really. You have no idea, you have no idea how good <laughs> of a programmer is if you're not a programmer, right? I mean, you just have to kind of rely on, and, and if you're hiring someone that you don't know that skill, the, the more experience they have, the better they are usually. And, and, and not, not, this isn't always the case, but usually the more, the more they want to get paid, the better they are. You know, not always. I mean, I've hired some amazing, dude, the first program I ever hired, uh, it was through Agents of Value and they were paying him $250 a month and he's the best programmer I know. Really? And I know American programmers, you know, I know, I know Romanian programmers, I know, I know some really, really good programmers. He's the best. Oh, well, that says a lot for it. So I mean, that's a good tip. I mean, a lot is, yeah, because a lot of times we, I think we think of a different type of mindset of saying, here's all the things I don't know how to do or I, or I, or I despise and, and therefore I'm going to go that. You're saying that, you know, if I, if I know how to edit my videos for my show, I should be going to find someone that knows how to edit videos because yeah. I, and, and that should be like where you start with it, right? Right, because now... You have someone else. I mean, if that was taken six hours a week, now you have five hours a week because it takes you an hour to manage them. You have five extra hours to do stuff that's like more important for your business that you weren't doing before because there wasn't time. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you go on there, you interview some people. Um, it, 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 do you negotiate kind of the terms? How do you go about paying them? Like what, what's sort of the next steps? Okay. So here, here are other things. Um, when you go in, don't don't go in and try and find the perfect person and email that one person. Go in and find a whole bunch of people that could work and email like 20 of them and see who responds because some of them aren't going to respond because they already have jobs and they're so loyal they won't even respond to you if they have a job. That's a good sign though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, to it's really awesome. So email a whole bunch of people and, and then start emailing them back and forth because the more you email this person before you hire them, the better of an idea you're going to have about about who, who they are. If, what their personality is like, are they responsive as you email them? Because you know, if they're responding uh, every, every time you email them quickly and they're paying attention to all the details of your emails, they're probably a pretty detail-oriented person. They're gonna, and, and that's how they're going to be as an employee. Whereas if you're emailing them and they're skipping two of your five questions, well, you know, when you hire them, they're probably going to skip two of your five tasks. Sure, sure, okay? absolutely. So then you know, when, when you're ready to hire them, yeah, say, hey, you have a job. Great. You know, I'm going to pay you $350 a month. It's full-time, 40 hours a week, and please don't expect them to work the full 40 hours. You know, someone has a job. I mean, here in the U.S., if you have a job, you're, you know, you're, spending, you're spending six hours a week on Facebook. Yeah, you're you, not, know? yeah you don't want to sit there yeah. with a stopwatch like a jackass. Yeah. That is right. basically right. what you're saying. Right. A big part of this is like, are you a reasonable manager of humans? Right. You know, because they're humans. They're not robots. Right. They're human beings. Um, you have you know, 40 hours a week. You know, I, I tell them you get time off. You take whatever time off you need. I don't mind as long as you're being stuff honest gets with me. Done. And, and stuff gets let done. Let me know too. about it ahead of time. Yeah, get stuff done. Um, oh, one one quick question, John. I want to stop you there. Um, people might get a little stuck on this step. Are there any like key hot button questions to ask in those emails, like that you've noticed, like opens up a uh, a world of insight or anything like that? Like, if, you know, so asking something very very specific. Absolutely. Do you have another job, and how much are you working at a, at the other job? Because now you know up front. 
either they're working full time for me and only for me or for someone else. And that's a big difference. Um, uh, this is, here's an, here's an, you know, people can figure out a whole bunch of, and I have a whole bunch of those on my website. Here's an interesting one. Did you grow up watching Sesame Street or Batibot? <laughs> so this, seriously, Batibot is the Filipino version of Sesame Street. And if someone grew up watching Sesame Street, that means their English is probably really good. If they grew up watching Batibot, their English could be really good or it, or it could not be. And, and that's a, that's a pretty good indicator of like, how good is their English? That could have been the most entertaining thing ever said in the history of the show. I don't know why. That just like that really? was like that's like one of the greatest questions I've ever heard in my entire totally. life. It's a it's a really good like sign question, you know. And and it's possible that that they've heard the question before if they've been on these websites for long enough, you know. But uh, that's a good question. And then you can follow okay, it up. So, Who's your favorite character? We don't yeah, want them right. lying. It. You don't want them lying. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, You've hired them. How do you pay them? You pay them you, when you get started. You're probably going to have to pay them once a week because they're scared about not getting paid, uh, about doing a whole bunch of work and not getting paid. But I always pay my people monthly. I pay them after they've done the work. Don't ever prepay for work. Um, and I use payments.ph to pay people. Okay. And we're going to link up all this. And we'll get to the end, by the way. Uh, okay. We're going to give your website and all those links out as well so people can check out all the, all the resources and good stuff there. So payments.ph, um, that's how you pay them. Right. Payments up. It's like wiring money, uh, like Western Union. It's just cheaper, faster, easier, uh, better exchange rate, uh, lower fees. Uh, it, you know, PayPal is another option. PayPal just has issues. And there are other, there are other options uh, to pay people, but they're kind of slowly going away. Okay, so, so we'll stick with this one. We'll stick with what works at this, yeah. at this moment. So, okay, so payments.ph. I want to go into two other kind of mini topics here okay. um, on the tips. One is uh, do you, management. So you got, you, got your, you got your new VA uh, or VAs, depending on what route you're going. Hopefully, Start, start, with, start one. with one, right? You don't start want to start with, with 10. Don't go out and try, and try and hire a project manager. Dude, I had someone tell me, John, I don't know what you're teaching, man. This stuff doesn't work. I hired like 20 people and two project managers, and they didn't get anything done. And I was like, well... Have you ever done that in the U.S.? Like hired 20 people at once when you ha didn't have anybody and you expect it to be productive? No. Hire one person. Get them doing one task. Get them doing it well. And then get them doing another task. And then hire someone else. Got it. All right. So, so you hire your one person. You don't make that mistake, uh, assuming you don't do that. Uh, so what do you use any uh, – do you have favorite tools to manage or anything like that? Jing. Jing is unbelievable, dude. Jingproject.com. It is made by the makers of Camtasia. J-I-N-G, uh, right? J-I-N-G. It's yep. a screen capture, screen recording software. It, it changed oh, when it came one. out. It changed everything because it's super fast and it shows them exactly what you want done. So it, it, you can capture an image and then, and then draw like arrows and write text on right, it. Right. You, you can make it like – you can dangle the – yeah, you can make it look really cool. I mean, Yeah, like but even productive. better – even better, it'll capture video. So like it'll capture your voice, your screen, your mouse, and you can talk to them saying, hey, I really like what you've done here, but I want you to move this piece over here, and I want you to get rid of this piece down here, and, and, uh, you know, th and, then, and then do this with it. And then the magic of Jing is it's not like, okay, now let's go edit this, and let's render it, and well, i got to wait for it to render, and now we got to upload it. You just press a button, and Jing uploads it to a server, and the video's online, done. All right, Jing, Jing Project with a J, right? Jing Project with a J, yeah. Okay, awesome. Awesome Thanks management tool. And then finally, you mentioned Big Bird or you mentioned Sesame Street versus what was it called? Bad at what? Baddiebot. Baddiebot. We're going to have to go look that up on YouTube. Um, but before that, before we look up Baddiebot, um, that seems to also be a possible uh, uh, area of problems could be cultural issues. I mean, like you mentioned this in, in – 
your tips here uh, that you, that you shot over to me. You said that cultural issues. Is there anything that you need to be aware of? Like if you curse, like they're going to set you on fire or something accidental like that that we don't know about. Okay, there are three things. I, I, I already told you a whole bunch of their cultural things, but there are three issues that you need to be aware of. Number one, Filipinos feel unworthy. They feel embarrassed. They're super non-confrontational. So if you, if you give them a task that they don't know how to do or you give them instructions that are not clear and, and you have not let them know that they can come to you, they'll Say, disappear. Oh, okay, so, suppose, no, no, no. so they're not going to tell you. They'll disappear. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to say... Hey, I don't understand. Can you give me more clarification? They're just gonna, they're gonna hit the high road if you don't make that clear to them that they. That's can. right, and that's what makes this better than than other places in the world. Where other places they'll just say, you know, you'll say, hey, what's going on? And they'll say yes, right? <laughs> yes, yes, it's getting done. Yes, we're working on it. Well, no, you're not working on it. Why did it just take you six weeks extra? In the Philippines, they just don't say anything. And so when when you st start with them, you need to tell them. Mm. I know you're scared. I know you're worried about disappointing me. When you get stuck on something and you don't know what to do, you need to come to me because I'll help you solve the problem. And I want to help you solve the problem. I want to help you know how to do what you're doing. I want to help you do your job. Okay, right? so you got to build so up that, a little confidence there, yeah. Super important, number one. Number two, um, they will call you sir and there's nothing you can do about it. Just leave it alone. Let them call you sir or boss or ma'am or whatever it is. Leave it alone. Okay. Um, number three, the 13th <laughs> month. In the Philippines, I see you laughing at this, man. Um, no, I just it, I love it because I feel because not only is it entertaining me, but it's it's incredibly useful information for Rise Nation here. So that's why I'm having my right. little my little giggle fest over here. Okay, number three. Okay, number three. In the Philippines, if you're a Filipino employer, like in the Philippines with an office, it's legally required that after someone has worked for you for a year, you give them a bonus of one month's pay. Okay. Called the thirteenth month. So like in December, you're gonna pay them December salary plus a bonus of one month's extra salary. And it's, it's also prorated. So if you hire someone in June, in December, you're going to pay them December salary plus a bonus of half of one okay. month's salary. So you need, you need to be aware of that. You need, and they, won't, they will expect this of you, but they won't say anything to you about it. So when I hire someone, I tell them, look, I know about the 13th month. I will pay it. I just need you to remind me because you know, I'll forget otherwise. So remind me about the 13th month and I'll pay it. No, not a problem. Okay, so so to recap those three awesome tips, those are seriously awesome. Number one was that they're 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 not confrontational, um, and in fact are worried about being embarrassed. So what you need to do is you need to make sure that you you basically explicitly tell them if you don't understand something, if you don't get it, please please come back to me. And we will get through this together. You got to build up the confidence a little bit, otherwise they're going to run away and disappear. And you don't want that. Super important. Number two, you will be called sir, ma'am. Hopefully, I'm not called ma'am, but you know, sir, sir ma'am, something like that. Just go with it. It's fine. And number three is the thirteenth month. Just just be aware that there's going to be a bonus that you pay out, basically one month's salary or in December. In December, the thirteenth month, but. Be cool. Say it up front to them that you understand it, and and ask for a reminder because I know similar because they might not ask for it. So so right. you're you're but saying they will expect it, but they'll expect it. So don't screw oh my that. Gosh. I talked to a girl recently who had who had had a VA for like three different years, and she didn't know this, and she hadn't paid the thirteenth month, and I can only imagine that Filipino and the difficulties, you know, like their disappointment every single year in not getting that money. Oh man, don't don't not disappoint your VA. So all right, John, this has been. Not only entertaining, which it, which it was, but what we really want here, and seriously, in all seriousness, is that great information. Because I feel like 
that we all got a great scope today of of what to do here and some tips to get started. And I think not only did it get people fired up, but we have very, very actionable things for people to do. I want to make sure that people know um, kind of more about where they can go your sites, uh, what they can expect there. You know, now's kind of your shameless plug moment, anything you want to give to them, because I know people are going to want more information. So where can we send them and what can they expect? So for me, when I started doing this, it was all about replacing myself in, in my business. So at replacemyself.com, you can, I, I run webinars where I teach this entire thing for free and, uh, you know, all the cultural issues, the, the things to have them do for you specifically, like skills to look for for people when you're hiring them, um, a tool, other tools that I use. So replacemyself.com, you can get on a webinar there or read my ebook or uh, get the quick start guide if you want. Just stuff that, you know, that we're not covering in half an hour, however long this has been. Uh, so there, there's one onlinejobs.ph, you know, again, is where you're going to go hire people. And that's a great way to hire people. Or you can, you know, go to johnjonas.com and find a little bit more about me. Yeah, he's got a good, his site's very cool, by the way. And John Jonas, just for those that are not uh, spelling majors, it's J-O-H-N. Could have gone a lot of different ways there. J-O-H-N, J-O-N-A-S. Dot com and it's replacemyself.com. That is always in the show notes below. We're going to link everything up there to go check out John's stuff. So, John, this has been awesome, my man. Um, I'm glad you didn't outsource this interview. So I, <laughs> I, I appreciate you coming on and, you know, continue good luck with everything. And, uh, again, can't thank you enough for, for teaching this to all of us today. No problem, man. I, I love it. It's, it's so awesome to watch people succeed as they get other people doing their work for them. So I love it. Thanks. I love it. Great See to be you, man. here. Talk to you later. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed the conversation with John Jonas. I want to make sure I got those links for you. Um, so make sure to check out, uh, what were some of the links? We talked about onlinejobs.ph. We talked about jingproject.com, uh, payments.ph, johnjonas.com, replacemyself.com. Do you memorize all that? If not, just go go look in the show notes on the rise to the top.com. A big, uh, again, shout-outs to our sponsors, Carbonite, and go to webinar, make sure, head over to com slash Carbonite. You're going to get that free trial, free no credit card or trial, and then you're going to get uh, two months free with the promo code RISE. Go to webinar, head over there, use the promo code SPECIAL for 45-day uh, no credit car trial. So Carbonite, I'm sorry, the RISE, I, I am blah, 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 blah today. So com slash Carbonite and go to webinar. And if you want to nab that free video series for Create Awesome Interviews, it's createawesomeinterviews.com. Reminder, if you haven't already, get on the VIP email list. Big announcement coming soon, therisetop.com slash VIP. I will see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland, the most electrifying man in new media. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. <laughs>